Hey, it's Carrie with Mom Boss Marketing. This is episode 27. In this episode, we're going to talk about seven rules of branding specifically for network marketers. Stay tuned. Hey, I'm Carrie Baxter. Welcome to the Mom Boss Marketing Podcast for all my mom bosses out there raising up babies and a business. It's not easy to build a business while raising a family. And let's be honest, most men just don't get it. I'll show you how to build your home business using the internet and social media, using real marketing strategies, not bugging your friends and family. I'll show you how I'm going from ground zero to a big team and a consistent check while raising four kids, a husband, a dog, and two cats. This is more than just business. It's mom boss marketing. So this is episode 27. We're going to talk about branding for network marketers because it's a little different than branding for other companies, whether it's a small business or a giant business. When you're branding for network marketing, it's a little bit different because you want to make sure your team knows that they don't have to do what you're doing. If you sign up new people and they think they have to do what you're doing, then they won't do it. They'll they'll quit or they'll find a way to sabotage themselves because they don't think they can do what you're doing. If you've, well, even me, if, if I have a podcast and a blog and I sign people up and I'm like, oh, this is how I create my brand. I have this podcast and I have this blog and I have a YouTube channel and they're just like, oh no, I can't do network marketing unless I have all those things Carrie has then that is a failure because in network marketing, you do not have to have all those things to be a network marketer and to be successful. So duplication is the reason it's different in network marketing than it is for another small business or a large business. So let's talk about a few tips for branding that are specific to network marketers. And before I get started, I have to follow up on yesterday's podcast and the eliminating stuff suggestion, right? I've started cleaning off my office shelves today and you guys, it feels amazing. I have to find a few new places for things like piles of notebooks that my kids use sometimes. Like, but if I'm going to make this bookshelf next to my desk, just things that I need for work, some of that stuff has to go away. So maybe a bookcase in my bedroom or maybe a cupboard in the kitchen. I'll find a different place for those things. But Let me just tell you guys, it feels really, really good to start eliminating some stuff and clearing the space. So hopefully you took my suggestion yesterday and found something that you can eliminate in your life to be more productive and have some more clarity and some more focus. And I would love to hear what that is. If you want to find me on my Facebook page and make a post, I would love to hear what you cleared out to give yourself more productivity and how it makes you feel to clear that thing out. I'd love to hear it. My Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Carrie Baxter page. Come on over and share it. Okay, let's dive into this. So I just jotted down a few notes. These are things that I've learned and that I've noticed and that have worked for me and not worked for me. And so let's just go through these real quick. Um, The first one is kind of what I mentioned earlier, that you don't, uh, your brand when you're a network marketer, First of all, I don't like the word branding because it conjures up this image of Starbucks or Apple or even somebody you know in a niche that you love that sort of has all these things put together, like like uh, Shalene Johnson or um, I can't think of someone else, but um, 
just who has like a logo and brand colors and all of these really professional looking elements. So I, you know, that's what people think of when they think of a brand. And so I don't like using the term branding for network marketing, but I haven't found a a different word that, that means the same thing. So I'll use branding for now, but I'm sure going forward, I'm going to be on the lookout for a different word for building a business on social media for network marketers. That's not called branding because this is the first tip because your brand is not your logo. Okay. Nobody cares about your logo. Please don't think that you need to go create a logo. The only logo I have was one that somebody made for me when I was in a mastermind a while back. And it's, it's my name. And one time I paid $5 on Fiverr to have someone create a logo for a course that I, well, the course I'm creating right now, I had them create a logo and it's, again, it's a picture of a girl and the title of the course. So it's not, I didn't pay $500. I didn't go to 99 designs or some fancy designer and get it made. Your logo is not your brand. And I have to say, even when it comes to something like Coca-Cola, I think their brand is more than their logo. Their brand is who they are and the feeling that they deliver and the way that they deliver it way more than the word Coca-Cola. So please don't think that you need a logo. Please don't think that you need a blog or a podcast or perfectly created images on Instagram to create a brand. In fact, there's somebody that taught an Instagram training recently, and I'm not going to mention their name because I don't, I don't want to make them feel bad. But when I went to their Instagram, it was crazy. It was kind of crazy. You know, like it wasn't the perfectly created, beautiful Instagram that you would expect from somebody who's creating an Instagram course. It was pictures of them, pictures of them with their kids, you know, videos of them doing some training, um, just lifestyle images, but they were not beautiful, beautiful matching images. That was crazy, a little crazy, but their, their Instagram is on fire. Like it's on fire. It's growing like crazy. They're getting leads and customers from it and they don't have these perfect, perfect images. And that's what I don't want people to think that you need when you talk about branding yourself I mean, fine, pick a couple colors you like. You know, if you really like pink and blue or you really like orange and and yellow, like fine, pick those colors and use them in your stuff. But don't think that you need some fancy image to have a brand. Okay, that's a little bit of my soapbox on the branding thing. (laughs) Here's number two that goes a little bit along with this in that when you're branding yourself as a network marketer, you do not need to be an expert. You do not need to be some perfect, perfectly spoken, which obviously I am so not perfectly spoken. I don't even edit my podcasts. I leave it all in and you can hear me fumbling around. You know, if I did a Facebook live, I would have to leave it. You would see it how it is. So I leave it in my podcast and maybe someday I'll pay somebody to edit it all out. But for now, I just leave it. You just, you know, get me as I am. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be an expert. And again, this goes to the duplication. If people see that you're perfectly spoken and every presentation is perfect and every video is perfect and every podcast is perfect, they they will think they can't do it. You know, 99% of people coming into network marketers aren't professional speakers and video people. So if they see you doing that, they think they have to do it. And it's not the case. You do not have to be perfect to make money in network marketing. You can be really, really a mess and make a ton of money in network marketing. So don't feel like you need to be an expert and don't pretend to be an expert. And 
one thing that's really, really common in network marketing, especially on social media, is teaching, right? Kind of what I'm doing right now. Like you learn something, you practice it, and you turn around and you teach it to people. And and that is really powerful and really the core of it. But you don't have to read 15 books before you teach something. You only have to read a chapter in one. Like yesterday, I talked about the chapter from the book, Willpower Doesn't Work. And that's all you need to do. You just need to read it and try it and teach it. So you don't need to be an expert in your field. You don't need to be an expert at network marketing or prospecting or recruiting or any of it in order to start building a brand on Facebook and start teaching people what you're learning and start being a leader. Don't need to be an expert. Okay. Tip number three is that coming up with your niche and your target market should be quick. I'm like I said, I'm creating a course. It's called, what's it called? I think I'm going to call it pajama recruiting plan because I do most of my work in my pajamas. I'm in my pajamas right now. And um, the FedEx guy just showed up. So sorry if my dog starts barking. Um, and, and in the course, I'm going to talk about target market. And then I do believe it's really important, but I also believe it should not take you very long. So coming up with your target market or your niche should take you about you know 15 minutes at the longest. If you have a work, a work page, a worksheet, and you start filling some stuff out, that's how that's as, as long as it should take you. It may not even take you that long because for a lot of you, your niche will be y- yourself. Your niche, you know, and your target market is somebody who's like you. We like attracts like, and we do end up attracting similar people to us. So, and part of that is because we can relate to each other, which is why I love helping moms because I can relate to that. I really, really don't want to get a real job. I really, really don't want to put my kids in daycare or after school programs so I can work a nine to five and make minimum wage or 20 bucks an hour or whatever I would make. Like that's really, really part of my life. And I'm really passionate about that. And if somebody wants to do the same thing and be able to stay home with their kids or, you know, make some money on the side so they can quit their job and stay home with their kids. I'm passionate about helping those people. So your target market, a lot of times it's you. If you're a 55 year old woman who either has no kids or your kids are all out of the home maybe that's your target market. Other women who are 55 that you can help make some extra money for retirement or travel or hobbies. If you're a 23-year-old college student, then that's probably your target market is other other kids in college who want to make some extra money or build a business while they're young. So, you know, and in target market, you can go into some things like demographics and psychographics, which is how people think and feel. But Again, it should be super quick. Like, you know, how how old are they? What gender are they? How much money do they make? Where do they live? Those are the demographics. Which type of gurus do they like? Which celebrities do they like? Which TV shows do they watch? Which books do they read? Which Facebook groups are they in? I mean, if you could answer all those questions, that would be your target market and you would be done. It, don't think about it for a week or a month or a year because as a network marketer, that's not your focus. Your focus is to talk to people and it doesn't have to be some perfectly crafted image of, um, of somebody in your target market of your ideal customer. Number four, I wrote down some notes on number four and I have no idea what it means. Oh yes, I do. Okay. When you're marketing on social media, you should have a little bit of a focus. You should either your business or your product 
or serving people who want to improve their health or serving people who want to improve their credit or serving people who want to improve their skin or serving people who want to make money. All of your videos and posts don't have to be about that thing, but it really helps your your market and the people that you're trying to attract to you to understand what you're doing. So have a focus for your brand and your business on social media. Again, I talk about my kids, my family, vacations we take that I love to read, other hobbies that I have, but my focus is teaching people how to be successful in network marketing and how to make money. Okay. Tip number five. I love this idea. I heard this from Seth Godin. Seth is coming out with a new book and well, it's out and I've ordered it, but I haven't read it yet. And I was listening to an interview with Seth and he said, people always talk about being authentic and he doesn't like the thought of that, that it's not authentic that people want. It's actually being consistent. Your brand is your consistency. I think that is genius because that is what it is. You know, being authentic, you authentically may not feel like showing up today. You authentically may not feel like sending people messages on social media or making a post, but nobody, nobody wants to hear about that. Nobody cares about that. They don't want you to be authentically lazy. They don't want you to be authentically tired or uninspired. They want you to be consistent. So, and I don't know if I've talked about this before, being consistent is hard for me. It's one of the hardest things in my business. And part of it's because I have four kids and part of it's because I have a job and I do other things, but part of it's just me that I have a hard time doing the same thing repeatedly at the same time and at the same place. And so I really have to struggle with that. This podcast has been a huge help for me to make some progress and being consistent, even though I miss a day here or there, I get right back in it and get right back to it. So your brand is your consistency. Think about that. And it doesn't matter what the consistency is for you. I do believe more is better. But if you can only make one blog post a week, then make one blog post a week. I I have a friend, Tanya Liza, who has built a billion dollar, billion, a million dollar company making a blog post once a week. So it doesn't have to be every day. Maybe it's Tuesdays and Thursdays. You go live on Facebook and those are your days. You don't have to do it every day, but you have to do it consistently, whatever it is you decide to do. Sending emails, making Facebook posts, making Instagram posts, pick your consistency and then do that because that is your brand, which leads into the next point, which is that a brand is ultimately, yes, part of it is having attention, but you don't need to have everybody's attention. What you need to have is You don't need all the people. You just need the right people. So you don't need all the attention. You don't have to be on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and a blog and email. You don't have to be in 15 places. You just need to be where your people are and get the attention of the right people, which builds authority in your niche and it builds trust. So if you continue to show up consistently, your following will start to trust you, which gives you authority and that will help to build your brand. So just think about how you can serve your customers and how you can serve your prospects and would they miss you if you were gone? Like if you were publishing a blog post every week for a year and you didn't publish one one day, who would miss you? Who are those core people that, that love what you're teaching and love your brand? And those are the people you need to be looking for, not 
not a million people. You don't need a million people. You don't even need 10,000 people. You may not even need a thousand. You may just need a hundred. So go find your hundred people who love you and love what you do and love what you teach and serve those people. And that will build you a brand. Like think about, think about the airlines. They're all the same. They all do the same thing. They all get you from point A to point B, not comfortably, not usually on time, not without missing flights. Like <laughs> they don't have a lot of things they do consistently, but but um, they are safe, I guess, which is what Seth said in his example. But they're all the same. You don't pick an airline unless you're a frequent flyer. You don't ever pay more for one airline over the other because you prefer the brand, right? We're always looking for the cheapest airfare to get us from point A to point B. And you, that's not the kind of brand you want. You don't want to be like that. Essentially, they have no brand. Like you could change the name of any of the airlines and most of us would never know the difference. But the kind of brand you want is where you stand for something. You decide what you're going to talk about. You talk about it. You stand for something and you say no to the things you don't believe in, which is sort of creating like like an antagonist, like somebody that you throw rocks at. And for me, it's old school network marketing. For me, it's reaching out to your friends and family. Like, I don't believe that's the way we have to build a business anymore. And I don't do it. And I don't teach people to do it unless they want to. Of course, it's an option. It's always an option. Some people are very good at it, but it's not my thing. And I will happily tell you all day long that you don't need that to build a business. Because for, through my ex own personal experience and my upline and my upline and their upline and their upline, like it's most of those people don't work with their any of their friends and family. They're all people they've met, you know, since they've been building a business online and they build amazing businesses. So do something that matters for a few people instead of trying to be average for thousands of people who are going to ignore you. Be personal and be relevant. I really love those ideas. Being more personal because you can, because you're a small brand, you're a small person, you're small on the internet, like you're not Delta. Delta cannot be personal. They don't have time and they're not personal, but you don't want to be like Delta or American or United. Like you're small and you want to be personal and you want to be relevant. So find your thing and teach that and be that for your audience. And tip number seven is kind of goes along with that. And not being generic, but in being personal, being relevant and thinking about, we can't, we can't just all create content and throw it up on YouTube and expect leads anymore. Like that did work at one time, but it doesn't work anymore. There's 300 videos on any topic you search on YouTube. So in order to be relevant, the content you create either needs to, it needs to be a filter and a curation, which I feel like that's what I do. Like I filter information. I take in information. I learn it. I try it. I use it in my business and I filter it for moms right? I'm not taking the book about willpower doesn't work and teaching you how to build a multinational corporation. I'm using it and filtering it and giving it to you as a mom to another mom to teach you how to use those tips when you have kids and when you're working from home and when you have a home office. Um, so that's what makes my content more valuable is the filter I put on it that's just for my audience. When I did a podcast a while ago about Steve Larson's tips for businesses and the takeaways that I got from his event, OfferMind, I shared it in a network, mar not a network marketing group. I shared it in, in an internet marketing group, in one of Russell uh, Brunson's groups. And a lot of people liked it and said, you know, said good job and whatever, but it wasn't for them. You know what I mean? Like they didn't love it as much as the people on this podcast listening loved it because they're not my market. 
they're not stay-at-home moms trying to do network marketing. Most of them are men, for one thing. And so it's the filter I put on it. If I was creating that same podcast for men, I would have talked about different things. And that's not degrading or that's not saying one group is better than the other. It's just saying that I know moms have different challenges and struggles than a man who goes to work and works 40 to 60 hours in a corporate job. So my content is different. My content is is geared towards moms who have way less time in their day, let's be honest, than somebody working 40 hours a week because we're on 24-7. So the content you're creating should be filtered for your audience and it should be a curation for your audience. So if I'm reading, you know, four books on habits and I'm coming to you and bringing you the best tips, that's what your audience wants. They want you to do the curating and give them the best stuff. Now, they don't have to go read the four books because you already did it and you're passing it on to them. And then they will love you and they will thank you and they will come back for more because you're providing a service. And then the other way that you can be really valuable to your audience is to form a community. Because when you form a community, it's not just about what you're teaching. It's about who else is in the room with you. So if you can create a group of people and put some awesome people in that group, it's not just about the content. It's about the interaction between everybody. And that can be a big part of your brand. So I think that was actually eight tips. But I hope those help you. I hope those help you think about branding a little bit different. And so you know that it is not colors. It is not a logo. It is not your Facebook cover photo. It is not a fancy blog and and really amazing technology. When you're in network marketing, your brand is what you do, how you show up, what you're teaching, and how you're serving your prospects and your customers. That is your brand on social media as a network marketer and how you help your team and the people that you put together to help each other. So so let me know. If you like this podcast, I had my first review the other day, which was so super exciting on iTunes. So if you're loving the podcast and would like to leave me a review, I would love that. And otherwise, I'll see you on Facebook and I'll see you in the group. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Mom Boss Marketing Podcast. Come on over to mombosshustle.com and join the conversation and interaction in the Facebook group.